I think that was the screening meeting when we sat on the platform and we came up with the idea of champions. Do you remember yeah. that then? We sat there thinking, how do we make what it? What to call them? World. What to call these wonderful people? Yeah. yeah. We went through I said champions areas. and we were like, ooh, that's ooh, not bad. Everyone. Welcome to the World Child This Week. Um, this this podcast is all around the importance uh, of World Child This Week as bringing us together as a community and we wanted to get some champions in to talk about what it means to them uh, and we're going to talk about what it means to us as well because I know it was um, it represented a huge step for me last year actually. World Child This Week I wrote a letter to my unborn child Aaron and it represented a huge step for me in my grieving process, um, being able to speak about it, being able to write about it, because Aaron, for me, was a very personal thing up until I wrote my letter to him. I don't think I'd even shared the name of Aaron with my husband, which was a bit strange. So when I wrote the letter, before it got published, I shared it with my husband to see what he thought. And I think he was quite blown away by it, how personal it was. And he said, are you sure you want this going out? Um, and I'll be honest with you, I did nearly bottle it. I did like think, I'm not sure about this myself. Um, but once I wrote it, it, it felt almost like not saying goodbye, but making it more real. So for me, World Childless Week is an incredibly important thing for us as a community, helping us find the language and talk about things that we don't often talk about. So what about you guys? You're both champions. So what's it mean to you? For World Child This Week for me was more kind of less about the emotional side and actually more about the, the practical side in many ways because I designed the website and sorted that all out with Steph over the course of last year and the branding so the logos there's been two logos for World Child This Week so a large part of my time um, is all to do with that side but on the emotional side, and of course I see the statistics as well. So I sit there and I've got back-end access to the website and I can see all the data coming through and I can see what people, not what people are up to because it's all completely confidential, but I can see where the popular content is and all of that side and how it's grown. And it's grown and grown and grown so much in such a way that it is in, it's always a bit comes, I think, when Steph and I have a conversation, Steph Phillips is the founder, of course, and we have a conversation at some point, either on Zoom or it'll be on Facebook or somewhere or another, where we'll just talk about the statistics and we both end up crying. We always end up crying. It just is what we do. It's an annual cryathon. And that matters because you can see it making a difference in numbers, really, more than probably anything else. From the emotional side, it's also brought together lots of people I didn't know before because doing what I was doing before with walking our shoes, it's kind of its own little thing um, and it's a bit kind of its own, either you get it or you don't get it or you, you love it or you don't really quite want to, you know, it, it's just not something you want to be part of. Well, Charlotte's Week has got something for everybody, so I think it has a really broad um, remit. Um, there's always somewhere that you can find something that you want to do and I think that's the most powerful thing but also the amount of people that I've met through it. I wouldn't have met either of you but because of it. Um, it's through Steph that I've got to know you. 
um, it's through Wildless Childless Week. I got really, I suppose, to be sort of part of Fertility Fest because we spoke about it there. So it's grown a lot, not without troubles and problems and things, but that's kind of what happens um, when you're kind of finding your way with something. You know, the website isn't always, there's always that, ah, with the website, something we've forgotten, something's happened. But everyone is just so very lovely about that and very supportive. So for me, it's about support, it's about friendship and all of those exciting and amazing things that we can do and also giving us sort of a place a marker i think in the year as well that we can claim for our own which is very very important definitely michael over to you well childless week for me is um is quite emotional last year's facebook live i think would probably tell you that but uh, it's important for me because one it's a way of bringing our community together because we are so fractured and um, we need this to, to bring us all together. And hopefully once we, once we become this homogenous group of people, we can get so much more achieved. And also it gives me an opportunity to lead by example for other men. Um, as I've said before, we don't listen very well so it's no good telling a guy what to do. <laughs> the, un- the best way is to lead by example. And well, Childless Week allows me to do that. Uh, but of course, there's always the fact that I get to spend a lot of time with some very lovely women. You two included in that, of course. Um, so yeah, it's, um, it's, it's um, yeah, as you can see, I'm speechless. It, it means a lot, and I, I can't get my vocabulary around it sometimes. But um, I'm excited for the today's show because I'm going to meet some more champions that I didn't know. Oh, yeah. I, I, I think agree. that's really good. Yeah, I think it, it's fantastic that we've got um, – we're not, we're not going to do any spoilers because that's, that's Steph. Um, she needs to tell us what she's up to. Um, that's really important. Um, but, yeah, it is. It's a, it's a big deal, isn't it? It's, it's brought together sort of other things. And I think if we went on to the second question that we had, we, we want to sort of investigate a bit more about what does it mean to the community, then I think it's, it's, it's just bringing people together. Um, and this, actually, the podcast um, probably wouldn't have happened, I suppose, maybe, perhaps without, well, Childless Week, but also it's giving people confidence to say things that they wouldn't perhaps have said before. You start to write it down, then you have the kind of the tools. And as we said in our previous episodes about speaking about something and writing something down, then we're also enabling people. I think, well, Charles, we can enable people to make that first little step. They can do it anonymously and then they can build and build and build and build. And that's always a really important thing to do. And I know that the diversity and the different themes that come out of it mm. and the content are quite incredible. I, I think one of the questions we talked about asking was, what's our, what was your favourite bit of World Child for Speak? And you just, it's just such a cruel question because you really can't answer it. Um, it's impossible absolutely impossible to answer that because everything is there and there's a different purpose and a different meaning to it and they're also moving and emotive as the other it's impossible to say no definitely I think for me last year like seeing all the voices come together you you Mm. realize that okay yeah we are disparate in our community and we are quite fractured but when you see the stories and the what and the way people were able to write something very personal 
because it is anonymous, you realise there are so many common themes, so many common strands around our grief, our emotions. And it's not often that you get to publicly talk about your emotions. You have to, I think we talked about this, I'm not going to do any spoilers, but we talked about this with one of our guests. And it was about the fact that you have to hide your emotions. You can't be seen to be uh, out in public getting upset or angry or any of the other emotions, envious or jealous. But Mm. in coming together as a community, you can see it's all there in black and white. And you think, great, I feel normal now. This feels normal to me. I can show these emotions. So it was really, really important that people get involved, I think, as much as they can, as much as they can. As much as you feel comfortable, I think if it's mm. just a, a few words, even a couple of sentences, it's all something that is always very carefully considered and always worth sharing with somebody because there'll be somebody out there. And we know that from this podcast that we sit and we think, oh, yeah, we just chat about this and that. But actually, in a lot of the smaller things that we come out with that go into the episode, someone, you know, in the feedback we've had, people will say, oh yeah, me too. And that's really, really important. That's enough from us for the moment. Now, don't forget, you can find out more about World Childless Week at worldchildlessweek.net. Okay, let's bring on the World Childless Week founder and champions. Hello everyone, thanks for coming along, thank you for joining us. So at the moment, presently, we have, uh, we have the wonderful Stephanie Phillips, the founder of World Childless Week. Hello Steph. Hello. Uh, we have, <laughs> have Jodie Day, uh, everyone I think should know Jodie Day, I think. Uh, we have Yvonne Mayer, hello Yvonne, and we have Anne Barrett. We've, I think we're going to be joined by others, but we're going to start with the Magnificent Seven, as Berenice has said. Right, we're going to start with you then, Steph. So, okay. Right. So how about we start? I mean, everyone should know who you are. How about we start with you introducing yourself and then talking about how World Childless Week came about? Does that make sense? Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. So as I say, I'm Stephanie Stephanie Phillips, the founder of World Childless Week, which started in 2017. And it came about basically because I felt there was a need um, with two weeks being there out in the universe, basically around the world in the UK and America for fertility but there was nothing specifically for when you hit the end of that fertility journey or a journey of circumstance and realised that you would never become a parent. And I felt that we at first deserved to have a day just for us and realised we didn't deserve a day, we deserved to have an entire week where we actually gave our voice to the world. Fantastic. I think, I think you're absolutely right. We were talking about this earlier, actually, in the introduction, talking about how it sort of brings people together because although we're very disparate everyone's got a different story a different take on what's happened for them seeing everyone's voices kind of brings us all together because you're like wow I chime with that I chime with that and it's really it, it really does bring the community together and have to have a focus around sharing our stories because like you say every one of us has a unique story but there are elements within that story that overlap and the big element that we all have is the fact that we do have a pain in our heart a hole in our heart where our children should be and that is the one thing that we can all relate to, if nothing else. Definitely. No, most definitely. So what does it mean to you then to have actually done this? Because it's an incredible achievement. Um, it's still a bit of a nerve-wracking disbelief that it can't have actually still happened, been going on. and It's a real jumble of emotions because I, sh- I really did not expect it to take off in the first year. To so know that we're coming up now to the third year is pretty amazing. 
to say the least. It's a bit of a shock and awe moment for me. <laughs> Hashtag stage fright. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Somebody asked me recently and said, are you excited? I said, I'm equally excited and equally nervous. It's a, a very mixed bundle of the two together. It we, must were, be. we were saying, sorry, Sarah, go ahead. No, go, go, go. I was just going to say that um, we were talking earlier about um, what World Child, you know, World Childless Week has done so much. It's brought us all together. You know, we were just saying that it probably, this podcast wouldn't be here because of, you know, if, if it wasn't for World Childless Week, you know, we wouldn't know each other if it wasn't for World Childless Week. And so, yeah, thank you, Stephanie, for... Um, <laughs> No, thank, thank you. you for joining me, basically, because, as I said, I started off fully expecting to do the entire week on my own. And obviously that completely changed around, thank goodness. And now we've got so many people, and not just me, not just the champions, but the people who give in the submissions, the people who stay anonymous, the people who just like a post, the people who don't even like a post because they're too scared to put themselves out there, but they read it. And I think that's the big thing, like you say, there's a never-ending circle of us because, sadly, people are joining our community every day. And that's what we have to remember. But, yes. yeah, I feel like you say, there's a lot of positives coming out of a negative. Okay. Yvonne, would you like to answer the next question, the questions with us? Would that be okay? Yes. Cool. Okay. Sarah, do you want to lead again? <laughs> sure. You're doing it so well. <laughs> oh, really? See my pants. Um, hello, Yvonne. How are you doing? So, um, for those of you that don't, that, that don't know you out in the community can you introduce yourself tell us a bit about yourself yes my name is Yvonne Meyer I'm from Germany living in Munich and uh, I uh, am childless not by choice and uh, I've been part of this community for quite a long time I read um, Jody's article in the Guardian in the what was it 2008 or something I'd just broken up with my husband and uh, I thought, oh my God, next year I'll be 30. It will take me four years to get over this. It will me take me another three years to find somebody else again. What am I going to do? And uh, so that's how I found Gateway Women and uh, yeah, became part of the community and uh, now I did the uh, online bee with Jody last year and realized there's a World Childless Week. <laughs> and uh, currently, so, so since last year, I'm hosting the, the German uh, Facebook page where we kind of have a very low-key interaction with German-speaking people. Like we, I translate the questions and answer questions, but most of, his, most of it is on the main page. Oh, fantastic. So do, do you just do the B? Do you do blogs or anything like that at all? At the moment, that's all I do. Right, okay. Just checking in case you needed a plug. I just retweet Jody and your stuff and everything. That's, <laughs> such, that's such an important thing to do, though, Yvonne, yeah. I think, because it's, I know that with, with Steph and I um, doing bits and pieces in those first sort of few months of it, it's so hard to, that traction and, and doing things on Facebook and retweeting and sharing, uh, it's just a, a such a powerful thing to help out with world child as we can do that because that that's that's massive so thank you because we do see it pop up it's amazing so it's not just what you do you, that's an amazing <laughs> thing to do i'm just going to say that i'm going to go back on mute now <laughs> <laughs> so i'm wondering what does world Childless week mean to you then as a champion um for me it means connection to 
other people, hearing stories. Um, but also, um, I don't know, a kind of publicity of this question. I, I, I posted a lot last year and I got some very beautiful reactions from people who I know. And it was a, it was a very fine way of telling people, you know, it's a private question, but I'm posting this because you probably know why. And uh, that was, uh, yeah, very important. I think, I think that's a real thing, actually, because it does bridge the gap, doesn't it, World Child yes. this Week? It bridges the gap between the communities. Mm. So that's a really important point, I think, that you've brought out there. Yeah. So what do you think it means to um, us as a community, then? That segues nicely. <laughs> well, I think, like Stephanie said, there are so many um, weeks for different groups. <laughs> and it's important that we have one as well. And I'm, I'm a science journalist, so... I even know that journalists love weeks and days where people celebrate or acknowledge something. And so it's even from a, from a publicity aspect, it's quite important to not kind of spread something all year round, but kind of focus it. And then everybody can focus and people who are not part of the everyday experience can yeah can see it and so that's why i think that the week is so important i think everyone knows you jody <laughs> <That's it. laughs> but if you'd like to do a bit of an introduction tell yeah, us a bit that, about yourself that sounds i have to say that sounds rather terrifying <laughs> um, um so my name is jody day i'm the founder of gateway women and i'm a very proud world childless week champion i'd like to echo what yvonne said you know, that it's, uh, it's an amazing time to bring us together. I think so many of us, and, you know, looking at some of us on this call today, and just for the listeners, we can see each other. So, um, um, but you're just going to hear our voices, is that so many of us work on our own, you know, in, um, in our private time, perhaps away from our sort of bill paying jobs and things like that. Not, not all of us, but many of us do in this community around the world. And so we, we're kind of, we're quite isolated from each other normally. And for me personally, I love the fact that World Childless Week brings us all together as a chance to sort of celebrate each other and celebrate um, the, the highs and lows of doing this work together. And I also think it has a very powerful amplifying message by, by bringing us all together. I think it helps, it helps lots of people find the kind of support, the type of voice, the kind of story that resonates most with them. You know, because someone will come to the Gateway Women website and it won't, it won't vibe with them. But it might be that, you know, that Anne's website or Sarah's website or Berenice, you know, that something else, the story or the, the way, thinking of Berenice, the visuals and the way it's designed or just something about it might be like, oh yeah, that, that feels more like me. And I love the fact that this makes it possible for those voices, you know, to be found. And I'm a great one in, you know, in supporting new voices and emerging voices, because I think we rise together. No, I think, I think that's true, actually. I think you've been very supportive, even sort of me. I did your Reignite weekend mm -hmm. many, many moons ago. <laughs> and it was, you've been very, very supportive and, you know, just with me sort of doing blogs and everything. So thank you. Um, 
So what do you think it means to the community? You sort of touched on it a bit there, mm. sort of bringing all the voices together. Uh, and we've talked about bridging between the two communities as well, you know, between those that do and those that don't. Do you think there's anything else that it brings as well? As somebody that, you know, you've got massive oversight on this sort of thing. I think it does. It does bring a level of kind of credibility in a way. I, I think sometimes getting the message across to to the parents in our lives, not our own parents, but, you know, the, the parenting community, um, it, you know, World Childless Week, it's like, oh, that's an official week. It's like, oh, so it is actually a thing. It's not just my friend who keeps bleating on about this. You know, it's really a thing. Um, because as we all know, um, it, it can be, many of us believe that we're sort of the only one dealing with this issue. So yes, it gets it out there, but I just think the sheer number of voices and things like that just enables individuals to, you know, to, to feel, oh, I, I'm sort of allowed to have my story. Uh, mm -hmm. Even if it's, and I know that from, from some of the stories I've heard through World Childless Week over the years, it's often a coming out week for, for a lot of childless people. It can often be the first time they've shared something on their personal Facebook page, or they've shared an article that one of the champions has written or something like that. And it, so it's, it's tremendously supportive to individuals. It's tremendously supportive to the community. And I think it's tremendously supportive to the cause of having childlessness included in life, in, in the life experience of so many people. Yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely. We talked about this in the intro, so I won't repeat myself, but I'm, last year was the first time I, I wrote for World Childless Week. And it was... And I know that some people don't like this term, but it was a coming out for me. It meant that I was able to put words around my experience for the first time. So well, yeah. I have an, an anecdote to share, which is that um, a, a gay Gateway Women member who was uh, a member for a long period of time and was very active in the community, she's sort of moved on now, which is fantastic, um, is that she said that coming out as childless was harder than coming out as a lesbian, that she's had more difficulty with, with establishing and having her childless pain and her childless identity recognized than she did having her lesbian identity, sexuality and needs recognized. And that I thought really helped me to feel a little bit more comfortable using that term coming out. Because, mm. you know, to compare those two uh, and find this harder, I think that really helps us to frame how challenging this is. Wow, yeah. No, that's powerful because mm -hmm. I have been told off for using that phrase. Yeah, me um, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Jodie. Thanks for that. Not all the champions could join us on the day we made the mass recording, but we were so, so pleased when the champion I like to call the childless not by choice warrior said yes. Bibi Lynch is a journalist, a writer and a broadcaster. She hosts After the Watershed, an adult radio show for BBC Sussex and BBC Surrey, presents B.B. Lynch's Whips for, again, BBC Sussex and BBC Surrey, co-presents Good Sets, Bad Sex, a podcast for metro.co.uk and fronts her own show. B.B. does Soho on Soho Radio. And to us, B.B. is a courageous and witty woman. And I know I can speak for Sarah and Berenice when I say that we all love B.B., now, there was so much more to this conversation that we're going to put it together for another episode. But for now, here are BB's thoughts on being a World Child of Sweet Champion.
the key, the whole thing about the World Childless Week, which I think is is an extraordinary um, project and a brilliant project for many reasons, which I'll go into in a minute. But I, um, it's just telling your story. It's just that power of you're, you're not alone. And so I'm saying what I think. And in a way, why would anyone care what I think? You know, I'm just one person. It doesn't matter what I think, except what I think. It's reflecting what's happened to everyone else and, and maybe what is what they think. And then if we all know we're thinking the same thing or we've got, we've got there's some common ground, it just helps. It's just instant support. You don't, we don't even have to know each other. It's just, I think it's just that thing of you're not alone. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Definitely. How the childless are treated in society and the childless by choice and childless not, not by choice. Um, it's fucking extraordinary and it's accepted bigotry and it has to stop. And that's why I think World Childless Week is, is such a brilliant thing. I think, you know, I was honoured to be asked to be a champion, to be with, with everyone involved. I think Stephanie Phillips, the founder, is amazing. Berenice, Rod Silvers, Yvonne, Leslie Stella, you two, incredible Jody Day, to be with the, your people, you, you lot, is, is just a real honour for me. I think what World Childless Week says, and Steph said a really great quote, and I'm going to say it because I don't know if you're using this anywhere else, but I think this is really brilliant. The gap that exists between parents and the childless community needs to be bridged and our grief needs to be recognised and respected because it's not. Mm. That's all we're asking. Yeah. yeah, That's all we're asking for. And, we're, and to not be treated as other, and, and better than that, to not be treated as less. So, that, you know, so that's why I think World Childless Week is extraordinarily important. I think, you know... It, you know, I mean, I think Jodie Day is an incredible woman, and I think what Jodie Day says about, um, and Jodie Day is the founder of Gateway Women. For anyone listening who doesn't know, and of course you do know, but I'm just saying that in <laughs> journalistic way, just letting everyone know. Um, <laughs> she, um, she talks about your tribe, having to have your tribe, and World Childless Week does that. I mean, ideally, World Childless Week wouldn't exist because we wouldn't need it. We wouldn't need to be standing up and saying the fucking obvious. Yeah. But yeah. while we do, I mean, and P.S., this is a club I don't want to be part of. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, like very weird, yeah, <laughs> you very said weird, that. Yeah, it's yeah. a really weird situation. But I would say the one good thing that's come from being childless, not by choice, um, and talking about it, um, two good things. The one good thing is even today I was reading an email from someone who sent it to me thanking me for writing stuff. And I can't tell you what that feels like. It's incredible. It's just incredible that someone, you know, I'm never going to, it's never, what I say is never going to help people help people. But if it assists, maybe if that, or, or guides or sends people, redirect, you know, directs people to the right place, and that, then that's just incredible if that, if that can happen. Um, the, yeah, and, the, and the, the, the second good thing is about, um, is the people I've met who are in my situation, who are to a woman and a man, incredible really strong and empathetic and compassionate and kind and broad-minded and not dicks and not <laughs> and just not um and, you know and, and and haven't closed down and don't think they're you know there's just there's just there's i've, I've written this because it just blew my fucking mind there was a um a doctor it was a quote in doctor who right and it was um a bloke talking to the amy pond character <laughs> and, the, and the bloke said to him so he, i don't even know a lesser character we'll give him that title and he went to amy pond you're a mother aren't you and she said why and he said you have kindness in your eyes oh, no. God. 
And even Who writes this shit. <laughs> everyone. Everyone yeah. writes this shit because that's that's what's perceived. That's you know, you're one you're you know, it's what jo- Josie talks about the pronatalism, worshipping at the altar of motherhood and parenthood. And there's just this level of, you know, you're that and we're shit. And even if it's even if it's not shit, or you're that and we're we're different. You're not not you're we're we're less valid. And um and I'm hoping, you know, and the people I've met certainly don't fit into that category. Next, we have a woman that has both taught and inspired me greatly. Vicky Page is a woman with a disability who lives the ethos of being a champion. She faces the mountain of challenges that life has thrown at her with grace, humility, love and happiness. Now, the quality of this clip is a little bit quiet, but Vicky's doing this from her wheelchair and relying totally on technology. So how about you just turn up the volume a touch? Okay. Let's hear from this beautiful and courageous champion, Vicky Page. Everybody, I just want to talk to you a little bit about the World Childless Champion and the reason why I've done it. Now, for those of you that don't know me, I am Vicky Page, and I am one of the um, many. That are representing World Childless Week this year. It's my second year of doing so, and unfortunately, I haven't gotten as much media coverage as I would like. But on the good side of things, I still believe that this event will be stronger and better than ever. We have some wonderful champions and the likes of Jody Day. Kate Kaufman, and also the wonderful so creator, such a wonderful person. So if you were wondering about me and what I'm about, I'm here. Let me share a little bit about myself. I promise you this will turn off. I came to you. So, Stephanie, two years ago, I think it was around 2012, we were in a support group together for childless people. Uh, Non-mom, if you prefer, at the time, there was really no spaces for us, so term was childless, um, which either one I'm comfortable with. And... We got to talking a bit, and she's still working on that wonderful book. And uh, through the years, even though we live on opposite ends of the world, uh, I think through these support groups that she created and her desire to write this book, really made me develop some sense of not only beauty, but sense of need to have a voice in the childless community. So my name is Vicki Page, and that's why I'm a World Childless Champion. I thank you for, for your time, 
and join me on September 16th to kick off what will be a wonderful For the listeners that aren't familiar with who you are and what you do in the Childers community, could you give a bit of an introduction about yourself? Sure. Um, well, my name's Anne Barrett and I live in Sydney, Australia, in the Blue Mountains. And I run a business called Empowering Health and a division of that is called Childless Support. And um, so my URL is childlesssupport.com. And um, yeah, so I specialise in helping people who are childless not by choice. And but off the back of that has also come um, another offshoot is helping people who are still trying to conceive. So from a health perspective, because my own journey has been through health problems, um, psychological problems and um, partners making changing their mind. So all matter of different circumstances. And so I help people with all aspects of their health, as well as um, those grieving and um, dealing with coming to terms with childlessness. So I do that one-on-one mostly through face-to-face and online. Wow, sounds like you've got um, one hell of a personal story there then. Sounds like you've had a lot thrown at you. It's a long story. (laughs) (laughs) So what does it mean to you to be a World Childless Week champion? Oh, it's a great honour and um, for me... Because I, when I um, started, when I was going through my journey, I found it hard to find any support or anything out there in the media and I spoke to various professionals and um, got laughed at at the suggestion that there was anything um, even beyond IVF and like when with failed IVF or beyond um, having to have a hysterectomy and, um, you know, in those circumstances and not knowing where to go. And it took a while to find gateway women. Like it didn't come up as a Google search um, from Australia, because often in Australian Google, you end up getting the things within Australia or Asia, but not um, over that way. And so finally, I found Gateway Women, which was a fantastic help, and Jody's book as well. And um, yeah, went through those steps to find my plan B. And so my plan B became starting up this business to help other people, where I found a hole. And whereas I need support, I couldn't find a counsellor without children I couldn't find a psychologist who didn't have children and I just felt like going through their processes I just felt like it was a waste of time because they still didn't understand what I was going through as being childless and um, yeah so that empowered me to then help others but also this being a champion helps me and allows me to or gives me a platform to reach more people to help more. Flipping out on hell of a journey you've been through there to be laughed at. Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay, less about that, said about that, probably better. Um, so what does it mean, uh, do you think, to the community, the World Childless Week, in your opinion? Well, I, well, one, as Jodie said, it gives everybody a platform and an opportunity to come together. And it's like, a, because it's a safe community, knowing that you are with people in similar circumstances to yourself. And it gives it credibility and a voice. Like, only last week I um, was at a networking meeting and had the opportunity to announce World Childless Week as an event um, that I was supporting so to encourage more people. So I know within that networking group there are a number of people who are childless by circumstance, but they won't actually, well, they just see it differently in the sense that they feel as though they have to keep it to themselves and question whether or not it is, a, it is something to, you know, 
talk about even. Um, and it's almost like they're not worthy of communicating how they're feeling. And so I did get a lot of people coming up to me and um, Facebooking me after the event about their support and thinking how big a cause, what a cause it is. And um, yeah, so they're now sharing and actually more, more in, um, informed themselves and so more mindful of their friends those people that may have children, but mindful of their friends who don't have children as well as a result. So it's educational for everyone, not just for people who are childless by circumstance, but opening it up for others so that it becomes more acceptable. Massive impact, isn't it? Massive. Mm. Thank you very much, Anne. Thank you. That's all right. Thank you. And then Karen. Hi, how are you? Hi, everyone. Um, uh, How am I? I'm I'm exhausted. (laughs) Just come back from Kara's. Um, last night where I did the recording for the 51% at the um, French television channel France 24 with Annette Young who um, had a topic about mums not the word on uh, her new show so um, it's been a whirlwind roller coaster ride um, <laughs> the last three days but it's been brilliant I don't know if you've seen it already it's been it's put out there on um, on all the media, social media platforms and stuff. And um, very happy to have been the spokesperson for Gateway Women there. Fantastic. Mm. So wh- wh- how can people find that if they're looking for it? Is there a URL or anything? For the 51%? Yeah, there is a yeah. URL. I'll, 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 what I'm, I've given myself a day off today except for this webinar and I'm going to post everything tomorrow. So I'll also make sure that it gets shared in the community on, um, on Facebook. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll copy the link there. Fantastic. If you, if you bung it over to us as well, we'll share it in the notes. Okay, and I just got a message from Stephanie Tennant. It's already on the World Childless Week page. Ah, yeah, so it's okay. already on there. So yeah. people can find it. So yes. um, for those that aren't familiar with you, Karen, would you be able to tell us a bit about yourself? What it is? Yeah, of course, yeah. Um, I'm Karen, Karen Enfield. I live in Belgium. I'm from Holland, but I live in Belgium. Um, and I am childless uh, by circumstance. I am a cervical cancer survivor. Um, got diagnosed with cervical cancer seven years ago at the age of 33. Um, and uh, when I was asked by my oncologist if I had a wish to become a mother, I said yes. But you know, if it means that if I forgo treatment or um, uh, put off the treatment for now and in order to have children, um, and I might risk um, losing my life because of it, um, then I am choosing my life over my um, wish to become a mum and um, so I had to have to have a hysterectomy um, I hope uh, lots of surgeries afterwards and um, coming out the other end of um, having had cancer um, I was left with a pamphlet of life after cancer and that was it and no no attention for the fact that I was actually a woman in her early 30s mid 30s um, um, without a womb and where did I go? What, 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 what could I do um, with my wish still to become a mum? And then we pretty soon, my husband and I pretty soon found out that we did not have any other options. Um, and that left us as a childless couple and me as a childless woman. Um, so I also, like other women who have already shared, um, I went into a search online about, okay, where can I go? Where can I find support? Um, um, where do I go? And then I eventually also stumbled upon Gateway Women, where I also ordered Jody's book, um, put it on a shelf the moment it arrived, didn't look at it for six months. And then when I realized that I was actually really deep into my grief and I really needed to do something with it, is when I actually picked up the courage to pick up the book again 
um, joined the online community and then also went on to the Plan B mentorship program um, online in 2017. And um, also as part of my Plan B is that um, I'm now committing myself to helping other women um, yeah, deal with the whole process of, um, you know, the grief and the, how do you say that, the societal pressure almost that comes with um, the well, stigma, I would almost say, because I really don't like the word childless, because mm. it makes, almost makes me feel like I am less than others or women who with children or even women who are child-free. Um, so, yeah, so I'm, I'm really, really committed to, to setting up that um, in the Benelux here. So that's Belgium, Netherlands and Luxembourg area. And um, so, yeah, that that's, has kind of become my plan B. And what Jody beautifully said earlier, next to my daytime job, uh, my mortgage paying <laughs> job, I, uh, I do this work um, happily and, um, and with, um, how do you say that, with got so and with 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 a lot of love and and admiration for for our community fantastic mm. that's one hell of a story you've had there that sounds the hardest thing that sounds really hard yeah it has been really hard and i can honestly now say i am on the other side of it um but yeah it's been it's been it's been a, a hell of a seven years yeah yeah sounds like it um so what do, what do you think world childless week means to the community Oh, I think, um, yeah, I think it's it, everything that I wanted to say about that has already been said, so I don't want to echo the other women, but I really do feel that it does give us um, the acknowledgement that we so deserve, that, you know, we are a, 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 a demographic that needs to be heard, it needs to be acknowledged, we need to be seen, we need to be um, understood, and our, our voices do need to be heard, and I think it does make a huge difference to actually have um, the platform there and to have actually to, to actually be able to say like you know we do have a full week that is dedicated to this community to us as women uh, and men uh, and who are who are dealing with this you know it, it's it's um, I think men are often overlooked in this um, in, in this topic um, and uh, I tell from experience from my own husband he is like no I don't need to talk to anybody about this I can, I'm dealing with this myself so he, he doesn't feel the need to actively join the community, but however, he does feed off it through me. Um, so, yeah, I, I think it's just amazing to actually have, um, to have that um, platform and have that week acknowledging us. Perfect. That's so well said. Thank you, Karen. That was amazing. Hello, Ron. Welcome to the podcast. Hello. Hello. I was wondering if you could just sort of introduce yourself for people that aren't familiar with yourself and your work and what you do in our community. So I'm Yvonne John. I'm author of Dream Another Life Unlived. I'm a member of the Gateway community and a facilitator for the Gateway Reignite Weekend workshops. So I was wondering, what does, um, what does being a World Childless Week champion mean to you? So for me, it's the opportunity to get our stories out. I think World Childless Week is a great platform for the different stories to be heard. One of the things I found on my journey was that although we're all here and we're all grieving for the same reason, there are many reasons why we got here, but it's so silenced and people don't appreciate the difficulties that we are experiencing or have experienced on our journeys. And I think World Childless Week just gives us that opportunity to get our stories out and have our voices heard. 
and, and what do you think it means for the community as a whole you sort of touched on it there getting voices out and i think that's a that's a, a popular theme isn't it because we are a sizable chunk of the community yes we're we're largely invisible absolutely and i think especially when you look at the fact that especially in, you know i can say in in black families in asian families that having children is such an important thing and I know for women of colour, we feel like we're being isolated or left out and we don't know where we fit in anymore. And I think, and I, and I know that's kind of a common thing for women anyway, or no matter what your race or colour is. But what I'm finding is that there's these two distinct groups, you've got a child or you don't. <laughs> and we don't meet anywhere in the middle. And there's no common understanding about actually what we're going through. I've had conversation with mothers and I can see there's commonalities in the experience experience of fertility and people's fertility journeys but the difference is we've ended up with not having children and it kind of the, the story kind of ends with I had a child great but it doesn't continue with well, what happens when you don't have a child mm -hmm. and I think with the community it's about joining us joining us back together and make it making it more whole because this should be a holistic approach it shouldn't be about a them and an us or I won and you didn't it should be about actually we all have common themes in this and understanding each other and knowing there's value in both our stories and both our journeys and ours didn't end in the miracle baby story but it still ended in a miracle story because we are still surviving we are still thriving and we matter oh, i love that <laughs> <laughs> so you touched on it there sort of being a woman of color do you find that there is less representation of childless women of colour? Yes, I do. I mean, I remember when I was at the beginning of my journey and that started in 2016, straight 17, like at the end of 2016. And I remember feeling like I couldn't talk about it. I mean, I had a lot of shame around my own story. And what I didn't realise was race actually was part of that because of the things that I had growing up as a child. So, and I talk about this a lot. So as a black, um, child I heard a lot of don't bring shame on the family what will the neighbors think um, don't tell your story outside of the house and it's something when I talk to other women of color that that's very common we this is the messages we heard when we were growing up so then I was in a place where what do I do with this grief because I didn't know how to process it and I remember Jodie having a conversation. She did a conversation with a lady in America called Karen Green, I think her name was. And the, my first reaction was, oh my God, she's a black woman. And I really, <laughs> and it was, the it was the first time I heard a black woman talking about childlessness. And I realized that actually, and the more I talk about it, women are coming up to me and saying, oh my God, thank you for talking because I'm noticing how silenced we are as a race because of the messages we had growing up. So it's so important for black women, Asian women to be out there. And even men, because if black women are silenced, can you imagine how much black men are silenced? There's such a taboo around being vulnerable and showing what they consider a weakness, which I think is a strength to be able to be that vulnerable and, and own our stories. And I really want to promote the fact that actually there is strength in it. And we do need to hear it from all forms of life. Is there an added dimension then, Commu uh, sort of community, family? There's more pressure on you as a, you know an ethnic minority rather than white. I think it comes down to. I mean, there is a, a different dynamic. Mm -hmm. 
um, I've never kind of consider it as a, considered it as an added pressure, but when I think about my journey as a black woman anyway, we, and, and I remember my dad telling me, I'm going to have to work twice as hard as my white friends. I'm going to have, because I'm black and because I'm, a, because I'm a woman. And that message is still there. I hear it still in different forums for um, minority groups. And I, so, as I said, I think anyway, we are working twice as hard because we're different. And there are a lot of cultural aspects that play out and it's so unconscious that we're not aware of it. And I think because we're not having the conversations around it and we're in a way not allowed to have the conversations around it, we don't actually understand culturally what is going on for people. So when we add something like childlessness on to the mix and grief and the difficulties around even talking about that, if I couldn't talk to white people about just being who I am in the workplace, for example, how am I then going to talk to you about this difficulty of my grieving because I can't talk anyway? So yes, it, it, there is a, another layer of pressure on there because as I said, if I couldn't talk anyway, if people are not understanding me anyway as a black woman, why are they going to start understanding the grief that I'm going through? Because I've been silenced and I was so silenced before that how am I going to break through that now? Uh, and then we're joined, lastly, we're joined by Mr. Robin Hadley. <laughs> Better late than never. <laughs> Sorry about that. No, don't apologise, I was joking. Um, <laughs> I don't know if you saw the message, so what we're doing is we're asking people to introduce themselves, uh, what World Childless Week means to them individually, and then what it means to the community. Is that okay? Sure. So, hello Robin. So, for those that don't, don't know you, Robin, um, what is it you do within the childless community? Uh, I try to put forward uh, my experience and then expand it into um, what men may or may not uh, experience and why they behave uh, like they do. So uh, I was really broody in my 30s. I'm nearly knocking on to 60 now, but I didn't really appreciate that at the time. Uh, I didn't become a dad and I really wanted to become a dad. and that's. Uh, an ongoing fluid grief, uh, really. And like the tide, sometimes it's in, sometimes it's out, and sometimes I jump in, and sometimes it just comes round the back and encircles me, <clears throat> I guess. And um, I trained as a counsellor and uh, then decided to do a master's in that, and it had to be something you'd experienced. And so I did male broodiness, and that's when I found out there was really not a lot about male broodness at all the impact of uh, not being a father okay so what's it mean to you to be a world child of sweet champion it, it's it's an honor and it's uh, an opportunity to put the not the case for men but open up about men and give that uh format an arena for men to share and uh, I wouldn't expect there to be a flood of men coming in but they'll be listening, they'll be looking, they'll be processing and it will have an effect um, and they'll agree with some stuff and they won't agree with others but that negotiation of themselves and how they want to be will start and one of the things, uh, a few things actually is some of the guys I know who became 
dads later on in their 40s have said to me, you know what, I didn't realise what was missing in my life until I had kids, but I knew something wasn't right. But I, I never expressed it at the time. So there's this thing about men not expressing themselves mm. and sort of being detached from their um, their emotional interior or their uh, emotional uh, landscape. I'm trying to get something in there and I can't grasp it, but if you, uh, I'm sort of getting there. So I think uh, being a world champion, a world champion, Charles Champlain, whatever that is, I am, <laughs> of the many <laughs> things I am, I am not. <laughs> Um, means a lot to me from that connectivity and uh, like putting a stone in a pond, the ripples go and change things and a lot of that is below the surface. Thanks Robin, I think yeah, I think you've nailed it there really, that's a good, um, that's a good uh, ending isn't it Michael, I think that summarises it really nicely. It does indeed. It does, it does. So one of the things that we're mindful of though, it's Steph's World Childless Week so we want to open up the mic to you now, Steph. I think one of the big things is that we still need to say World Childless Week. It's great that I speak out. It's great that the champions speak out and that there are more bloggers coming on board. But the problem is World Childless Week is really also about helping the people who don't speak out so they can have their voice anonymously within the week or if they find that courage, put their name to it. But World Childless Week is about the community and the community is not just about those who find that common, as I say. It needs to be the people who don't have the courage. It needs to be a case of giving them the opportunity to put pen to paper, to, you know, to stamp away with the fingers at a keyboard and actually get their aggression out or to release some of the emotions of the acceptance they're finding and allow them to have the freedom to speak and use their voice in a way that possibly they've never done before that they've got that freedom there of knowing they've got confidentiality. They're going to speak to me and me alone. The information is not going to be held. Um, the details don't have to be held. All I need are their words on a piece of paper and their words are what makes World Childless Week. If people don't submit, we will have empty pages or we will have one or two submissions a day. And if that's all we have, then I still accept that as being a really good world powerful um, World Childless Week because if people don't want to send in a submission, then that is their choice. And the whole big thing about World Childless Week is it is people's choice to do what makes them happy and what they're comfortable with at that time on that day. So yes, we need to sort of hopefully see submissions from people, but if it's not right for you at this moment in time, don't force yourself. But please, if you've got anything you want to say, and whilst again on the website we say things like, oh, this is the perfect word count, this is a perfect subject. If you've got something that is 50 words long or if it's 2,000 words long, if you think it's important and you want to share it, get in touch because I don't make judgments on the length. I don't make judgments on the grammar, on anything else. Um, it really is about you and what matters to you as a childless man or woman to come on board and actually say during the week. Yeah, and it's it's not just um, it's not just the written word, is it? Like last year, there were so many submissions that were across the board of all sorts of media. Um, song, um, you know, yeah. it was it's, it was your, it's it's the freedom of expression in any way, shape, or form. 
So whether that's through writing, whether it's through poetry, through dance, through singing, through any sort of form of creativity. And I also say with Charles in the Arts, if you spend five minutes with a viral on a jotter pad, scribbling away, making a doodle that's expressing the anger you've just heard from a comment that was insensitive, then that's a creative release. Or if you spend months putting oil on a canvas that is your journey to acceptance, neither of those is above the other. They're both an expression of your childlessness and they both count. You know, we don't need professional writers, professional artists. We just need to show who we are and what we are as just a normal human being. The same as a parent, the same as somebody who's child-free. We're all the same. Unfortunately, we have these different labels that we sometimes self-impose um, because of the way we've been brought because of society and they can feel negative to be childless. But as myself and I know Jodie and a few of us say, you know, I'm childless, but it's just one part of me. One very small part of me that makes up my makeup, but I'm so much more. And it's letting people say, I'm childless and I own it. I will explain. I will express what it means to me. It does have power to control. But in the end, I hope everybody has the power to control it themselves. Fucking hell, Steph, you nailed that. Oh, sorry. You have been listening to the Full Stop podcast with the World Childless Week champions and founder Stephanie Phillips. You can find out more about World Childless Week by going to the website worldchildlessweek.net. You can also find out more about the Full Stop podcast by going to our website, thefullstoppod.com. You can also follow us on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. And you can find all of our social media links on our website. Thank you for listening.